That's funny as shit. Wow. Okay. So now the in here, everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, Can we hear DJ now? Hello? Can we hear DJ now? Can I go? So let's say something else. Hello? I think you did. Hello? Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Oh my gosh, guys. So we are like, we were like late and then we were super late because we were on, but we were off. So thank you for the couple of bots that came in. Um, and thank you guys if you were real people. Um, but, and we were like, yeah, I forgot to press that one button. Mm-mm, hello. So Today we have DJJ and he was just dropping like the most amazing gems on us. And he is absolutely not a rapper though, so he cannot freestyle that shit again. But um, we're gonna try to pick up where we left off. Um, so DJJ is a former talent manager of local artists in his uh, hometown. And then, of course, for privacy reasons for those artists and DJJ, we will not mention who those artists are. Um, so he was just letting us know about what some of the uh, difficulties were being a talent manager, um, obstacles, and the best things you can do. I had a question of whether or not it was best to, you know, have talent um, or like, you know, the, the marketing skills because it seems like, you know, you can be anybody and just be a star nowadays. He brought up that marketing and and brought up Kanye West and how like, you know, people always call Kanye weird. They're still calling him weird. And guess what? Um, the next segment of this, actually, it's going to be our um, treating. So, you know, we always do here on the official um, Native King Queen show, trending, treaty, and tricks over kids and black people. Mm-hmm. And so trending is DJJ. He's what's trending because he's what's up. He's our guest. Okay. And also everything that he's talking about is absolutely trending. DJJ mentioned Kanye West. And when I Googled for the treaty portion, um, the top three trending artists, Kanye West did come up as number two. Drake's number one. So this guy knows absolutely what he's talking about, guys. I'm so sorry that I didn't press that add stream button. Sometimes I'm so smart to the point I'm stupid. And I thank you for your patience. Um, so I want to uh, pick up just, we're not going to go all the way back, but just with that whole, um, with the marketing thing, um, not having money. He brought up networking. And like, even if you don't have like the best lighting or equipment, what about your friends, you know, using the best persons, whoever has the best phone? 
I was looking at something um, a YouTuber was uh, making mention about Mr. Beast um, starting out with a broken phone. So absolutely, yeah, you need you need the um, that it sounds like the talent, but the marketing is is just like just as big, if not bigger. And the drive, guys, the drive is really is what's going to get you everywhere. Um, so I'm just going to hand it over to him because I had a question about how does he feel about because I know that you've attended several music festivals and I was only thinking about these concerts and things as being it's like, oh, a bunch of kids just want to get high and party. You know, I don't think, and I hate to say this, but I don't think a lot of people had that much compassion for what happened to Astro World, not at Astro World, not jumping right there, but just kind of shedding light on the fact that these festivals have multiple purposes. And so as a talent manager and artist, what would be a benefit, some of the benefits of, of attending one of these festivals such as Astro World? All right. Thank you for that. Um, and I, I just wanted to uh, just recap a little bit. Um, so I might forget the question, but um, yeah, because I was kind of spitting out them gems earlier and we wasn't recording. So, <laughs> you know. Um, let me just go back to who I am, all right? I'm pretty much just a regular guy, you know, I'm trying to make it in this big world that we call Earth, you know. Um, but yeah, uh, I, you know, was a rapper, all right? And, you know, I've been managing myself, you know, and took a liking to somebody in the neighborhood and, you know, managed them for a, a little short stint. And, you know, I've pretty much been managing for about 10 years almost, you know. So um, what what I was saying about the, um, I guess, the marketing aspect, because, um, you know, um, Consumer Arena was asking me, what is the, um, you know, is marketing more important than talent? And I was just bringing up, you know, you don't really have to have talent to make money you know and you know there's a lot of people out there like that so the thing that i was saying about kanye west was you know kanye west has always been called weird and you know when he first started out you know 15 20 years ago he was called weird now he's still called weird and he's you know top five artists you know what i'm saying you know with all that money so it's not bad to be weird and the marketing behind you know kanye isn't you know a marketing of you know his album or whatever the latest album is or whatever album he's marketing it's about him so you know you you have to uh basically what i was saying is whatever people like about you you have to take that and blow it up on, on a on a major scale so you can be this this person that everybody is um looking to you know like like how they look to Kanye like how they look to uh um you know Travis Scott and these other guys and um we were talking about money aspect you know like do you need money to to you know or 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 is, is money needed in the music industry to make money or you know to become you know an artist and i was explaining to consumer arena that you know, back in the day, it was, you know, you would need the best, um, you know, videographer, 
to put it on YouTube. You'll need to be HD quality. You'll need to be in the best studios and all this stuff. Nowadays, you really don't because we have so many different platforms. Like, you know, you guys know. But the thing is to utilize these platforms and separate yourself apart, you know, to 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 make your, your following grow. You know, don't just say, hey, listen to my music. It's, it's more like, hey, you know, um, sign up for, for my website so you can always be updated because, you know, these apps are always taking my, my content down, you know, because your website will always be making you money. And the app is just basically there to make themselves money. So, you know, um, so what was that thing that you were saying about? I hope I sort yeah, of touched on a little bit of this stuff. Absolutely. So, yeah, um, sounds like the independent. Uh, so you're just you're you're absolutely explaining taking the independent route. And I didn't even ask that. I'm just asking about what would a person do in the case of money? So that's that's the explanation of the independent route um, is doing your networking taking it in your own hands, creating your website, not because it's like you said, with the apps, it's like you're signing everything over with the apps. You know, you're always signing a bit of your rights and how they can use your things. So now you're absolutely, we're, we're all on the same page with that. The networking matters, the social medias, the Twitter, the Facebook, um, shout out to wordpress.com. You know, that's a whole free, I actually pay for, I have a, um, a Wix, I think I have like a Wix business and I pay like $40 a month for that in the email. And then I pay like all another registration for the year where WordPress.com is free. Um, Anchor FM is another good way to get your stuff out there for your music. Um, so yeah, there's definitely, absolutely. So it's marketing. Um, so you're making sure that your talent is your unique self. Um, I, I love it. So then that does bring us to, all right, so now, so I did ask you about, okay, so you had to redo the background because we lost connection. Now, the question was, festivals, um, how important are they to a, a talent manager and an artist? These festivals also cost money uh, to attend. So I guess that's a whole other question of how you get that all done. But um, let's just, how important are the festivals um, to upcoming artists? I know some of you guys might be mad at me, or or ladies. You know, some of you. I like to say guys, girls, girls. What does I say? What does I say? Guys, girls, 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 guys. I don't know, guy, gals, whatever. Or us, everybody. Y'all might get mad at me, especially the ones that's doing music. All right, especially the ones that that actually try to book slots for these festivals. At the information that I'm about to tell you. Okay, now look, a festival is if you're a independent artists coming up a festival is a scam all right and let me tell you why okay because what they're gonna want to do is this they're gonna say do you want to perform at this uh let's just say the travis scott Festival. do you want to perform at astroworld you see you say yeah it's gonna be he's like oh it's gonna be ninety thousand people there you want to yeah uh what, what what do i gotta do well first you gotta pay all right. <laughs> How long do you want your slot to be? So basically, it's going to be if it's 90,000 people there, they're going to want you to pay like probably want you to pay like $10,000 just to be it there for like four minutes. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's ridiculous. So I would say if if that's what you really want to do. Right. Because, yeah, 
you might be able to meet some people you like you know depending on how uh far you are from the the, the headlining acts you know what i mean like because they might put you like in the beginning of the day and the headlining acts don't get there till like the next day at like 12 o'clock one o'clock in the morning so you know there's no way you guys are going to even meet those guys so what i would suggest that if that is the route that you guys want to do is to take some time out of the set you know especially like if you guys have like more than a five minute set and make everybody pull their phones out and really make them pull their phones out. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, everybody, stop the music DJ. Everybody pull their phones out. And then you tell everybody to go on to whatever you want them to go into to follow you. You know what I'm saying? That's the only way you're going to recuperate the money back from the, from the, from the money that you spent to, to, to perform. Because my artists, right, I was giving them information and basically another thing that we had to touch on was how what's the hardest part about managing an artist and it's basically the artists don't want to listen because you know they think that they you know know everything you know what i'm saying so i was telling them don't do this uh, uh open up or for meek mills at um you know this little event or whatever because it didn't make any sense it was four thousand dollars and we booked like a double slot. So it was 2000 So it was 4000 We booked a double slot. And it was like earlier in the day, Yo Gotti and them was there. You know, it was earlier in the day. And it was like nobody knew any, nobody knew anything. I mean, yeah, he had to, it was right. He was rocking. But, you know, we didn't capitalize off of it at all. You know what I'm saying? Like not one person knew who he was when he left that stage. And it wasn't because it, it wasn't because he wasn't saying who he was. He didn't control the crowd. You know what I'm saying? I told him what to do. He didn't listen. You know what I'm saying? Like if he would have did what I told him to do, he would have had like it was ten thousand people on the show. He probably would have had like two thousand followers on his Instagram or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And that's really all you really need is is a couple thousand fans that say, "Oh, I I saw this guy perform. I I know this guy. I've seen him." You know what I'm saying? I was there with him. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's what I'm talking about when it, you talk about a manager. You know what I'm saying? A manager is, is is a team. You know what I'm saying? Like you and the manager should share the same interest. It shouldn't be if the manager is saying something like the artist isn't going to do it. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. then it's like, you know, it's it's not a team. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. That's amazing. And and I love how you pinpointed that because I I never knew, and I know that if, if it's, you know, there's tons of people got to be like me. Um, I never knew that it cost money to feature in a show. Um, like, that's crazy to open up for an artist. I think that the misunderstanding is that you actually, you get the honor of opening for somebody. Like, they they contact you or you try to, or you try so hard and they pick you, you audition. Like, I never knew that it's like the highest bidder. Like, you pay to open for an artist. So that is just crazy. And it literally, to me, it just brings new meaning to it takes money to make money. Um, so none of this stuff, you know, even with the YouTube channel, and I'm going to make a separate video about that, um, about just every single thing I absolutely had to obtain to start my channel. It wasn't that, I mean, to make it like successful, like if you're really going to try, you know what I mean? To like, if you're going to have a goal and meet it, 
Like, I just, I mean, yeah, shout out to Mr. Beast, who could just, like, deal with his broken phone and stuff like that. Um, but I think it is just, like, there's a, there's, it's, a, it's a formula, and it all matters. My goodness gracious. That was, um, I'm sorry, I'm still stuck on the fact that you pay money to open for an artist. Like, wow. Drop it down in the comments <laughs> uh, later when this airs. about how many people who knew that that was a thing. Sheesh, so I don't know about festivals, guys. Um, so speaking of festivals and you knowing about um that the one, you know, that's gonna be an infamous thing now in our history, what do you feel? What is your take? Um, and you don't have to take a lot of time on that if you don't want to, um, on that whole Astro World incident. Um, I mean, you know, I I'm not big on the conspiracy theories. Um, I just think that, you know, they have policies and stuff in place for, you know, unfortunate events and stuff like that um, to happen. I don't really think that it's, you know, on Travis Scott or on Drake and stuff like that. So, you know, um, I just think that um, when, you know, people uh you know i, I mean I, I just i just think at, at any event like that you know it, it's a lot of people you know things could happen you know what i'm saying um it just needs to like i don't go to those things you know what i'm saying like i don't go to festivals or events and stuff like that because you know it's just not my cup of tea you know what i'm saying um, i'm a homebody family man but you know to each his own i know people they like those type of things and you know it, it kind of comes with the territory, you know what I'm saying? Because let's just say if they were at a football arena, you know what I'm saying? And the, the bleachers fell, you know what I'm saying? Like, are you going to blame Travis, Travis Scott and Live Nation because he didn't stop the, the you know, the, so that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, I don't read into the conspiracy theories much. Um, I mean, you know, I'm pretty sure they have a huge insurance policy because, you know, it was like a big festival and you know with all the money that they put up for the set alone you know what i'm saying like shit, the lighting was probably like what a million dollars in fucking aliens, lighting man. you know what i'm saying so yeah um that's that's my take on it so well fair enough fair enough um don't ask me what i think this is consumer <laughs> arena because i actually made a video that I took down, and I, I mean, I literally did that whole thing. I scoured TikTok, Instagram, and Twitters. Shout out to ATL, and she says the Twitters. Um, and I saw, I had actual footage of what looked like Mantador-type freaking demons. I saw it, and but we're not going to get DJJ caught up with all that. And moving forward. So we're going to do the artist rundown. We're going to get DJJ out of here because he's a busy, busy guy. So, and he's actually been nice enough because we've literally actually been recording for an hour, which the show is an hour, but you guys, I'm so smart to the point. I'm stupid that, never mind. Um, so, artist rundown, Drake. Um, what am I doing? I mean, I don't understand. Okay, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> so artist rundown, I'm going to yell out an artist. And then you're going to, like, I'm going to say a name, and then you're going to tell me, like, the first things that come to mind, I guess, in your talent manager background type of 
anything and what you can say to offer to us, I guess. I know, that's why we gotta go. <laughs> uh, Drake. So, I mean, Drake is, you know, shoot, he's the Canadian American rapper. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, shoot, Drake is one of those people, like, it brings me back to what I was saying earlier is the marketing because, you know, he started out as a crippled guy on the show, as, as, a, as a crippled guy on a fucking, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I don't mean to curse, um, as a crippled guy on a uh, drama, you know, like, like some sort of like uh, Disney Channel drama in, in, in Canada. You know what I'm saying? So, like, and then he steps into the world of gangster rap, hip hop. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, the marketing behind Drake is like, you know, shoot, he he had to persevere a whole bunch. You know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah, Drake is pretty much the king of rap and 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 R and B. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. Only thing he need to learn how to do is dance. Once Drake learned how to dance, it's over. Shit. Once Drake, like, once he do some, like, that Omarion shit, you know that? When they be like, oh, the, the new Omarion variant coming and he bust that Omarion dance. Shit. Once Drake do that, it's over. Niggas better retire. <laughs> and you heard it here first. <laughs> Drake starts dancing, niggas better retire. You heard it here first. That was awesome. Um, so, um, Kanye West? Kanye West. You know what I'm saying? Like, I guess, what, I mean, what can't you say about Kanye West? Like, you know what I mean? Shoot, man. They got, they got Kanye. They can't, they still can't figure Kanye out. You know what I'm saying? Like, man, it's just it, like, is he going to be the president? Like, like what is Kanye going to do next? You know what I'm saying? Definitely Kanye cannot dance. So we already, that's excluded. We Look, it might be a shot that Drake could dance, but Kanye, we know he, like, if Kanye start dancing, yo, I don't know what's going, he going to be the president. Like, if Kanye start dancing, he is definitely going to be the president. Cause that man can't do a two step. You saw Kanye try. Did you see Kanye dancing? That's the no, thing, yo. That dancing. shit was so funny. Yo, he looked like he was having a seizure. Yeah, like yo, it looked like that man was yo. Fuck a two step. That nigga was thirteen stepping. Like I don't know what the fuck he was doing. He was most definitely thirteen stepping with his ass. Oh my gosh, awesome. Okay, Lil Nas X. Lil Nas X. That boy done came out of the clear blue sky, <laughs> did a song with Billy Ray Sai, and now he is beefing with Boo Sai. <laughs> Yo, that nigga Lil Nas X done got up under everybody's skin. Like, and 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 except for my hand, get up under my skin, like <laughs> no, in, in no way, shape, or form, like that means. But no, nah, seriously, like Lil Nas X is definitely like, like 
the biggest thing, like he already did everything. The biggest thing that he could do is say that he's straight. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, what's Lil Nas X say straight is over? Like, yo, niggas, niggas gonna be like, yo, what the fuck? Like, I'm sorry for cursing and stuff like that, but yeah. Like, yo, but no, nah, Lil Nas X, like, he, I don't listen to his music, you know what I'm saying? I'm kind of forced to listen to his music because, you know, it's on the radio station and it's like, you know, in your face. It's, you know, you, you flick the channel if you watch TV and you're probably going to hear it on a sports, you know, commercial. You know what I'm saying? Like, yo, got it. Like, Lil Nas X that was like, hold up, these people this way, I'm about to, I'm about to be all the way that way. <laughs> And straight capitalize off of it. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, more power to him. Like, you know, rap is controversy. You know what I'm saying? The whole genre. So when you look at Lil Nas X, it's kind of like the embodiment of rap. Because, you know, back in the day, you didn't want your grandmother to hear it. You didn't really want your mom to hear it. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, now it's cool for motherless and NBA young boy. It's cool for motherless and NBA uh be a young boy you know what i mean grandma listen to a young boy you know what i mean but you throw on the little Nas x nigga you got motherfucking niggas at 16 talking about take that shit off you got niggas is 20 talking about take that shit off you got you know what i mean like he's bringing the 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 the, the, the yeah yeah he's pushing the envelope back and rap you know what i'm saying so it's like more power to what Lil Nas X is doing because when somebody does something more than Lil Nas X, it's going to be like acceptable, just like how Lil Nas X is acceptable. You know what I'm saying? And it's going to be like, what is that going to do? You feel me? So, yeah, like Lil Nas X, he drops a song, it's halfway catchy, and that nigga is on the top five. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Wow, that's, that's, um, I have never. And I, um, I've been like, um, you know, we're all viewers our whole lives, right? And I've never, and I've seen a lot of things, especially with this whole like new YouTube journey. And shout out to all my 694 subscribers. Just want to give you all a shout out right now. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, because I, I started the channel in May of this year. And I found that what um, I've been able to accomplish is animalistic, anomalistic, not animalistic. I said that too fast anomalistic like anomaly and that is me so yeah um but no seriously shout out to CS the key because that's really like i i started to do think you know the most high that everybody lots of people like CS the key on youtube and so do i but in any event so i'm just saying all that to say that i've you know i was like a, a subscriber of many bef you know before all this and then i found myself like watching youtube less and less because you know you got to work on you know it's your craft now and i've never heard i've never heard anything that allowed that and i have a pretty open mind right but that can even that you couldn't say anything to me that was going to justify uh what the guy was doing because i guess i was so so but what you're saying is absolutely right i mean rap did start controversial i was not supposed to have snoop Dogg's cd with like the dogs on there and then they have like the little bikinis and I was not supposed to have that whole CD. It's like gin and juice. Like, what are you talking about? So, I mean, he's absolutely right. Um, and so that's, I guess the part that kind of hurts my head. It's just like bringing, you know, when truth, you know, you know, speaking truth to power, I guess. Um, but what bothers me, um, and I think, I think this is the problem, 
man, is that they had this guy come into the elementary school to sing that song and, and everybody was okay with it. And so even though I understand what you're saying, like, you know, he's pushing the envelope and it, I mean, it's totally appropriate for the rap game. And then they're just not respecting it because it's, you know, the whole gay thing. Um, but my thing is, what about personal accountability? You are a man and you're here with children. You understand the lyrics of your song. And, 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 and so I guess maybe it goes back to that question with the manager and, and, and you guys working together. I'm not sure, but I guess, are you clear on the question? Yeah, I mean, the question is is a moral question. You know what I'm saying? And it's really up to the FCC. You know what I'm saying? It's not up to Lil Nas X to say that, you know, the FCC allow, doesn't allow, allows me to say this, but morally, I, I'm not going to say it. You know what I'm saying? Because he has to look at his bank account. You know what I mean? Like, he has to look at, like, okay, is it going to make me more money to do this or is it going to make me more money to, to do this? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, he's not doing anything illegal. You know what I mean? So, and he's not doing anything. Di and it's funny that, you know, we're talking about Lil Nas X because I can't even think of the person's name off the bat, but Lil Nas X is doing the same thing that this lady, well, this guy, no, this lady that 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 made herself a guy and then she got pregnant and she was on the cover of, you know, like people or one of these top publications. Yeah. Yeah. She's pregnant again. You know what I'm saying? Or he's pregnant again. Right, but it's like it's a woman. You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, that's what Lil Nas X is doing. So the same thing that that's acceptable in society. Yeah. It's going to be it's acceptable in music. You know what I mean? So, and there isn't, Anybody that's doing what Lil Nas X is doing, that's why he is, you know, getting the hate and the love. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, the same thing, you know. And and that's funny you should say that because I didn't even know he was in schools. But why wouldn't he be? You know what I mean? He's in every song. He's in every, you know, radio station. And it's like this. Would they would would they put Dr. Dre in the school? But they put Lil Chief Keep in school. So I mean, you know, it's 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 basically like I was saying, it's not anything illegal. Yeah, it might be immoral, you know what I mean? But so is everything else on TV. So is everything else, you know, that we pay for. You know what I mean? Like all our entertainment is pretty much immoral. But you know, that's another subject, you know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. And I was going back to say one more thing about Lil Nas X. Before that, that man was in the military and all the other stuff. You know what I mean? Like right before the music, you know what I mean? In a military. So yeah, man, that man deserves a right to make as much money as he as he wants to make without, you know, killing people and you know what I mean, getting shot at. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he could have picked a different line, you know, probably, but this is probably the best way for him to, you know, do whatever he wants to do. <laughs> wow, DJ Dang. A very enlightening man, very enlightening conversation, very, very enlightening podcast. Um, this is this is a great show. Um, I so we do the trending treaty and tricks for kids and black people, but I think I think that's squaring it all away. <laughs> I think that's squaring it all away. 
Oh my gosh, I cannot wait until next week's episode. Uh, if we're so fortunate to have DJJ back, we would love to. And um, maybe we'll come on camera um, next time. And for you guys listening on the podcast, it'll all be the same. I want to thank you guys for joining us. Thank you for joining me. I love you. Oh, and don't forget, uh, podcast listeners, I'm going to be separating the podcast. Um, the official Native King and Queen show, you're going to be able to find all of that content on the one podcast channel and all of my crazy consumer arena content on another podcast channel. And thank you, YouTube, for joining us today. Mm-hmm. Mm, bye-bye.